0: and welcome to Spoilist. Today, we're here to talk about the best game of the year? Question mark?
1: You're probably. saying that?
0: I'm saying, listen, there's a, there comes a point where I have to concede to society. It is not my favorite game of the year so far, but I understand it will be game of the year. And, and that's yeah. just how it is, you know, is. I'm not yeah. mad about it. Um, Early thought is about, it's probably mine. Yeah, yeah. We're here to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, But not all of it. Not all of it. Not all of it. We're here to talk about the intro, the tutorial, and the top, like, northwestern section of the map. Um, You reach a point in the game where it says, here are four places you can go. Go to one of them. Uh, Jake and I decided we would go to the top northwestern quadrant and kind of focus in on that for this episode. Um, So, for your information... This episode will be spoiling uh, the quests. I will give you the quest names. So if you don't Mm -hmm. even want that, bow out now. Yep. Uh, But it will be the quest name of Tulin of Rito Village and Impa and the Geoglyphs. Uh, So those are the two big mainline quests that we will be spoiling. I'm sure we will touch on side quests along the way, as well as environmental spoilers in the top northwestern section of the map. So, yeah. if you aren't interested in that, bow out now. Uh, but if you are, stick around, because I think we have quite a bit to talk about just in our f- initial impression of this game.
1: For sure. And this is so, going to be, like, the yeah. first of a few, I feel like is the way to so. kind of do I, it.
0: I think it's going to be a few. Uh, I'm going to try to keep up with your pace. It's going to be hard. Um, I thankfully got ahead of you a little bit last night. I was I was, I was, was struggling. <laughs> I was going as fast as I could, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I'm going to try to keep up with your pace. We'll have a couple of these spoiler chats out. Probably going by quadrant maybe. We'll see how it plays out, how much content yeah. is shoved into each area. At this um, point,
1: I'm ahead of you, so my thought is is uh, we're cool. We can start talking about spoilers right now. If you've if you're if you're listening to this, you should either be ready for things to be spoiled for you or you should be completed like the top northwest of the map in that Rito section of the thing so when you start the game out they kind of point you in the right direction and lay out the directions in which you should sort of head so they say northwest first is where you should probably head uh and then after that they say northeast they say southwest and then they say east so that being the case it looks like we would probably do four or five episodes this first one being the intro in the Rito section yeah in the northwest, then the second part would be the northeast, which will be the Goron section. Then in the southwest will be the third episode, which would be the Gerudo section. And then the fourth episode would be in the east slash southeast. I'm assuming we will probably encompass all of that, and it would be yeah. the Zora section. And then probably one last thing where we just kind of bring it all together: side quests, post game, ending mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. So uh, in a perfect world, five episodes.
0: 5 maybe even 6 because there is an underground area that I have not explored at all that there I hear is massive. Is.
1: Yeah, you haven't done into any of those holes?
0: I've di- I've done a couple caves, but not like large caves, not like anything with the blight pouring out.
1: Oh, so, yeah. I accidentally fell in one like an hour into playing. <laughs> oh no. Like an hour into getting to high rule and it was a real mind-blowing yeah, I, moment.
0: I, like I know the one you're talking about, and I took like, yeah. a wide berth around that. Yeah. Um, so
1: there's like a, there's actually like a main story quest that I did that you haven't done that I will tread lightly on and make sure that you're the, ready to rip for the next one,
0: one with yeah. Uh, Robbie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have that. I just haven't done it yet. That's where I'm yeah. headed next.
1: Yeah, definitely worth doing because as you know, you said the word camera. It is indeed uh the quest where you get the purapad upgrade to yeah. take a picture, just like in the other one, like the Sheikah slate had. Um, yeah. That kind of thing.
0: Um, which, uh, actually, that I, I was on my miscellaneous section to talk about today. Can you explain the Sheikah Slate to Purapad thing? Like, is it not the same thing? What happened there?
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I don't know if there's, like, something to be uncovered from the story about that, but it seems like Guardian technology in general has kind of been, like, avoided in some ways. I don't know. The yeah, only time that I've really seen it is, like, up at uh, whatever landing... On the second floor of like the big tower, there's like a big mm-hmm. like guardian or Sheikah type of technology transmitter, like glowing blue like that. And the only other mm-hmm. time we see it is when you're activating the, the towers. towers. Yeah, Yeah, where the fucking arms come in and it kinda seems like it's been repurposed. So I'm not positive yeah. there, but it seems like uh, you know, purr is just taking credit. Talk about the Per glow get, up? Bro. I
0: guess. Um but I guess this is probably a good part good good spot to just start from the beginning. Yeah. Um So, we start this game out uh, with a cutscene that transitions into gameplay. Uh, It is Zelda and Link exploring a cavern uh, assumed to be under uh, Hyrule Castle. Is that the name? Hyrule Castle?
1: Hyrule Castle, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, They're exploring a cave presumed to be under Hyrule Castle. Uh, And then you transition into gameplay actually a pretty good transition into gameplay it though, is a good that. yeah
1: it really yeah. felt like a uh, playstation so- sony style like walk and talk red dead redemption kind of thing yeah. um which was really interesting and not something nintendo often does i was like commenting when i was streaming it on the production quality
0: yeah it was really good um and you don't find out much when you're in that cave you do see three different uh i don't know hieroglyphs almost different murals mm-hmm. of the past, which is telling the battle between who we assume to be the Zonai and the Demon King, who we can assume to be Ganon. Yeah. Uh, and then we proceed, and we find Ganondorf. a mummy, Ganondorf. Yeah, Ganon is the pig version of
1: Beast right? Boy. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we pre- we we proceed, and we find a mummy that is Ganondorf.
1: Yeah. It, it seems it like it. they refer like, to it as like a golem or something like that
0: yeah I, I think it, it's like it looks like mummified Ganondorf. Um mm-hmm. you can see it in the trailer right now if you're watching the video version uh, yeah. that's what you find and then all hell breaks loose he sends out some sort of I think they call it blight in the game do they yeah. call it blight yeah uh, and it eats through the master sword just completely destroying the master sword yeah cool scene It was really cool. He was kind of like flexing, trying to show his power. Uh, He's like, Yeah, he's talking shit about
1: it too, dude. He's like, That's the sword that's supposed to defeat me. He fucking shatters it. It does have that one point where a little piece of it It gets him. him. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's a little little tropey. The
0: shard of it cuts his cheek. Very good. Very good. Um, And then that's where Link and Zelda are separated. Zelda falls into a pit. And as she falls, uh, she grabs onto one of the stones. I thought they were called tears.
1: Me um, too. It seems like the tears are something else. We'll get yeah,
0: to it. it. I thought they were going to be called tears, but they're kind of like the stones. That almost look like a I don't know peanut. Maybe I don't, I don't cashew. know. I cashew. I think I think shape wise, we're going to call yeah. them the
1: cashews from now on.
0: Yeah, much much more cashew shaped. Yes.
1: Yeah, much um, more cashew talk to come.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Ganon mummy Ganon actually had one of those on his forehead and then uh, she found one and grabbed it I'm trying to remember the events that happened that led her to have a cashew Uh, because Ganon Ganon mummy Ganon was stuck there with a prosthetic arm shoved into him right mummy Ganon had a cashew in his forehead and then when all hell broke loose Zelda was falling and grabbed onto a cashew and then she disappeared. Yeah. In like a flash of light.
1: Yeah. And link plummets too.
0: Link plummets too, and he is caught by the prosthetic army. catches in midair. Yeah. Um and then that's pretty much the the like prologue to the game. That is Well, it sets
1: off it this also so that happens to like the characters, but that's really only like 10% yeah. of it The other 90% is the ramifications of that Blight or whatever Taking off too I don't think it's called Blight It's called something else I The Blight can't. is in the first one It's like Blight Fiend fucking Fire Fiend gang yeah. And shit like that um, But there's like the, it's like the red goopy goop That's all over the it's, fucking map yeah.
0: You know what we're talking but about
1: It's the environmental effect Which starts to become called the upheaval Which I think is a great name And they didn't even use that term in any of the promotion or marketing too, which is something that like they nailed what they did and did not reveal about this game. And mostly just by being super cagey and not revealing things like this, like little terms like that. The upheaval is such a cool thing to me, but essentially it creates the environment that we've seen in all the trailers and stuff like that. The kind of skyward sword looking sky islands, the differences in the terrain of Hyrule and changed it to what we you know we're seeing what we'll be exploring
0: which what came as a surprise to me is I thought the sky islands were going to be chunks of Hyrule that were lifted up it actually mm-hmm. seems like the sky islands were there all along they just came back down into yeah life. Visible space. It's
1: actually really interesting. It doesn't seem like... I don't know if they were high up or... uh, My current theory, and again, I don't know. We're at the same spot right now. I'm a little bit further, like, just, like, exploration-wise. But story-wise, we got the same beat so far. I guess my theory is that, like... I think it's just from another time. I think they were not so much, like, suspended in air or anything like that. I think they might have been, like, space-time continuum where Zelda got zapped out. Then the other ones got got zapped in because... That's what it sort of seems to be like pointing at.
0: Yeah, so building on that as well, um, there are hints that we have received so far uh, that make us believe Zelda has been taken back in time, back to the creation of Hyrule Kingdom, uh, to the first king and queen, which is Rauru and Sonya. Yeah. Rauru and Queen Sonya.
1: I fucking love them.
0: Yeah, Rauru is a Zonai, so he's got, he yeah. kind of looks like a goat, big ears, and in the intro of the game, uh, at the tutorial island, Raru plays the same role that uh, the fat dude King did from Breath of the Wild. Rome,
1: King Roam, Rome. R-H-O-A-M yeah. or some shit like that.
0: So, he plays the same role, he's like the guider, he, he guides you through the tutorial, gives you tips on where to go, yeah. uh, and all that. And he gives always, you a uh, hand.
1: In more he ways than one. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so the prosthetic All this and hand. Paul is more of the Gameless
1: was... Podcast monthly in your face. <laughs> the,
0: the prosthetic hand that was holding Ganon in place was actually Raru's hand that he uh, used as he sacrificed himself to seal Ganon away in the past. Yeah. Um, Ganondorf. I'm just going to say Ganon because it's shorter, but you know. I, I hear you. Yeah. Uh,
1: the distinction is like in the past, Ganon and Ganondorf have been separate entities they've also been the same entity and typically when we see ganondorf usually like ocarina of time is probably the best example of like how ganon ganondorf happens and it's like ganondorf is a gerudo man king of fucking thieves king of the gerudo king of nightmares (laughs) shadow man demon lord and typically he kind of just like when all hell breaks loose or he gets part of the Triforce or whatever, you know, is the catalyst turns into Ganon and kind of beast modes out. And that's kind of your final boss. Okay. We already fought Ganon. So I don't know how it's going to work or if that was Ganondorf all along or if his consciousness was there, we'll get to it in episode five. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm not sure. Cause it was, his name was calamity Ganon, right? Technically Calamity his...
1: Ganon. Yeah.
0: So I don't know how that all works out, but uh, I wanna know, how did you feel about the tutorial area in this game?
1: Oh, dude. I well uh you know what? I my snap judgment right there was be like, oh dude, I loved it. It was alright. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. I guy, liked it.
0: You got through it fast.
1: I did. So I took the mentality of like So I have been very very good lately it started with star wars i've been doing it with like the marvel movies and stuff i am staying like away from spoilers i'm not over watching trailers i'm not looking up theories or leaks or anything like that so what i really wanted to do especially on night one was like protect myself does that make sense like i went through and i was like i know that this whole thing is open and i can explore the fuck out of it but right now i kind of just want to like beeline the main story quest a little bit until the game opens itself up to me. You know what I mean? Because at a certain point, I knew it was going to have that moment of like, alright, go wherever the fuck you want, and it's not there. So my thought was like, let's just get to these fucking shrines, let's learn some mechanics, let's figure it out. What I really wanted to do on night one is I wanted to get to Hyrule. And I knew that I was going to have to do like a three or four shrine rigmarole to get there. So I did it. Um, And it was honestly... Really, it was good. I think I'm saying now in retrospect it's okay just because I like Hyrule so much more. But it, it was a solid tutorial area. Where do you stand?
0: I think it was better than the Great Plateau.
1: Yeah, um, okay.
0: I enjoyed this more. I I really liked it. It really hit me how much I liked it when I started building stuff. Because mm-hmm. Ultrahand is the first thing that you get. Ultrahand is the first ability that you get in the first shrine. Followed by Fuse and then ascend and then rewind.
1: Yeah. Um, do you know, let's talk about those or do we talk more about the like environment?
0: Uh, we can, we can intertwine. I think they all meld together. Get well, because okay. you know, there are the uh, mine carts on this Island that you can build mine carts with your ultra hand and go through. Um, I've seen, uh, there were some Koroks in this game that are separated from their friends, and you yeah. have to get them to their friends, and I've seen so many Twitter videos of them just absolutely screwing it up. Like, they... Snapping they like and rockets to things
1: and shit, yeah, dude. Like, it's, it's so really funny. good.
0: I, I love to see what people can, like, mess up with this. I don't know. I saw somebody put a Korok on a cross and drive him mm-hmm. across Hyrule on a cross, like, on a crucifix. <laughs> a fucking Pope. it... <laughs> it's what? uh it's it's ridiculous it, but it's it's funny uh and i think that's one thing that uh ultra hand allows i think that's one thing i think the abilities in breath of the wild were boring i didn't mm-hmm. enjoy them the free make a make frozen blocks wow cool that's so boring you know you have a you have a bomb but not only do you have a circle bomb you have a cube bomb too so yeah. i just wasn't into those abilities wild uh, yeah i i really enjoy the abilities in this game and the one that i think is my favorite outside of ultra hand uh is ascend but it's also the one that i forget about the most i was trying to solve a puzzle last night and i was like how do i proceed and then i realized oh i can just jump through the roof i can just i
1: don't love ascend dude ascend feels like out of all of the things that have been given to us as tools in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom now. Ascend feels like the thing that's like most on rails in this game. Just because yeah. I found that in practice, it just seems like basically Ascend is like never usable unless they deliberately want you to use it. It doesn't feel like it's very free form. Essentially, what you'll find is that 90% are so far in my practice of it. Maybe I'm just not using enough or not looking close enough, but... 90% of the areas that you explore now are basically they are either obstructed by something on the ceiling where they'll have like stalag... was it? Tights or mites? Which one's hanging from the top? One of those. Uh, so it's obstructed by some sort of natural formation. It'll be rigid in some way so it'll have like a pattern for it so it's not a flat thing that you can transport to or the ceiling will be very high. So what it's basically doing is it's kind of like artificially limiting where you can ascend uh, quite often. So I've found that I'm using it the least and the less yeah,
0: I, I've been really enjoying it. I'll just pop it all the time. Um, just anywhere where I can just see if there's anything hidden up there. And a lot of times there are things hidden. Nice. Um, but it, it's also one that I just forget about to use. You know, it, it's right. It's, it's interesting. It feels less interacting with your, your environment and more just bypassing your environment. Mm. Uh, and I think it does like, it is the outlier and the abilities of how you interact with the game. But I still enjoy it. It's it's kind of like I don't know. I I like to bypass things. I feel like I'm breaking the game when I'm skipping something I shouldn't be. Right? For sure. For sure. Uh, There's been a lot of
1: great moments with that for me so far.
0: On my mic.
1: It'll happen to the best of us. Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, I had a. Have you had? What's your? uh, Just you know. We can go a little bit off the rails. I'll you keep us on the rails. I'm gonna spin us off as often as possible. What has been your like moment where you have? like uh gamed the system the best so far. You got any any standouts?
0: Um I thought there were some uh, some moments where I built I cut down some trees and I attached like 10 trees like end to end and made a giant like uh bridge almost mm-hmm. or ramp and I thought I was breaking the system there and then I got to the top and I realized there was no other way up there and I was like this this has to be intended, right? Like Yeah. I thought I was outsmarted it uh, and then at the end it was just I think that's how you were supposed to do it and I was like Damn, yeah I really felt smart there I've had
1: a couple moments where I've kind of like cheesed some shrine stuff like I had one did you do the shrine where you have to get a ball through two rooms one of them is via like a kind of ramp type of situation and then the second one is through water with like a a boat and a paddle type situation.
0: I'm trying to remember i don't think so i don't think i've done that one it
1: was probably one of the tougher ones as far as like thinking outside the box goes well basically there was this long thing that you were supposed to make with like a wheel and the wheel should run and sort of like propel up this ramp so that you can transfer the ball and instead of doing that i just attached the ball to a fucking plank and then threw the plank as far up as i could then got <laughs> to the other end and, and then retrieved the fucking yeah. plank that had the ball yeah. stuck to it and i was like fuck your machine bro um yeah.
0: I've done things similar to that in other areas. Um,
1: and then my other my other game, the system thing, is not so much a game. The system it's just like a using your things. Is I have been doing this like grab a flint and wood from my inventory, drop them on the ground together, strike it, and start a fire like a campfire wherever I am, and then throw one of those um, pine cones on it for like a little mini Rivali's Gale, bro. Like wherever I'm at.
0: Like a like
1: a, how did you get into the Rideau Village? You did the uh, same thing, right? You take the pine cone, you throw it into the fire, no, and it creates no. like a. I
0: um, how did I get into Rito Village? I the took bridge the bridge is broken. Yeah, but I took the most. I took the closest tower, and I glided there.
1: Oh, look at you go! I
0: think. Um. Oh my god! I almost have to look at the map to realize. Yeah, I get what, it. Or, I get. What it. What I,
1: um, So the way that I did power. it is, I go to the bridge and I talk to like the NPC there, and they're like, "Sorry about the bridge, it's out." By the way, I love when the fire gets super big and bright when you throw a pine cone in it and oh, wafts no, up upstream. So I, if you take I the Hyrulean pine cones, which are a new item, and you throw them into fire, it creates like a really big like type of wind thing. And if you jump on that, like you've had it in the field where you'll like a fire will hit, and then you can kind of catch yeah. the rafts or like whatever up into the sky it's that but way bigger it's almost like Rivoli's gale so uh, i do that okay. quite a bit to sort of like i want to get up there but that's quite the climb with no extra stamina
0: so there was a way there was in okay so in the cave when you're chasing after Tulin, there's a hole there's a part where there's a fire there and it's like straight up way up that you have to go through yep did you do the same thing there yep because i was like Okay, I can just build a fire here and I can glide in it. And I was like, I didn't get anything whenever I started the fire. I was like, okay, well let me take some wood out of my inventory and throw it on it. And it made it made like a a boost of air, but it was only got me like a quarter of the way up that cave. So then I just had to like wedge myself into the wall and hope I didn't slip as I was climbing and losing stamina. So you I know what it is, dude. So slow.
1: Is like as I've been streaming this, I've been saying this is a master class in game design and i was so stumped in that fucking room trying the same thing as you like how the fuck do i get out of here and one of the first things i did is i like pushed those barrels the wooden barrels out of the way and i threw them into the water and i was like i can't figure out anything it's got to be whatever's in these barrels and sure enough i opened the barrels pine pine cones.
0: cones i didn't even put that together mm-hmm. I, I it's often like all, that i took all the wood's all the like uh, bundles of wood in my inventory and dumped them there like 10 Mm -hmm. bundles of wood, hoping it would just make the fire bigger. uh, And it never did. And I just kind of worked my way up. Uh, But no, I definitely, so I've been prioritizing. um, I will go to the local. uh, Like map area, the, the tower. Cause I like to have the map unlocked. I just, uh, I need that same. Yeah. Um, So that's like my first, the first place I go. And then when I get up there, uh, I will pin a bunch of shrines, go to those shrines, and then go to the objective. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm at like seven or eight hearts now, and then one extra stamina.
1: I'm at, um, yeah, ten hearts and one stamina right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm a little further than you. Um, what about,
0: What about enemies in this game? I feel like they hit hard.
1: Yeah. Dude, this game is significantly more fucking challenging. I have yeah. died more... In the first 14 hours of this game Than I did in any of my Three-ish playthroughs of Breath of the Wild Like I have constantly Especially in like the Area leading up to The, we can call it what it is The fucking Wind Temple Wind Temple? (laughs) I fucking plummeted to the ground multiple times Lost progress, Uh had to reload saves bro Those fucking false floors We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. I'm sorry. We're so far off. Um, let's go back to the well,
0: Let's Yeah, so let's go to uh we finished the tutorial and we well, go down to, Let's
1: go story beats on the tutorial. I want to talk a little bit about like the Temple of Time. Okay, yeah. I, I liked kinda, that a lot.
0: I liked I, that building. The building was cool. Yeah. Um I well, th- yeah, this is kind of this is kind of where uh the tutorial wraps up. Yeah, And you go through it, and you it's kind of like how in the last game where you go to pull out the Master Sword, and it hurts you, so you have to have a certain amount of hearts before you can pull it out. Yeah, they Uh, bait and switch you. Yeah, this has a door that you have to have a certain amount of hearts before you can open it. At this time, you've not done the fourth shrine, the rewind shrine. Uh, So then you go fast travel, do the rewind shrine, uh, which is on a very, it's like very high. It's like the highest point on the map that I think I've found.
1: I had no idea that those were not connected. I thought when I took that fucking ascension that I was just at like the top of the mountain. It wasn't until I traveled back there later where I was like, what's that up there that I realized that shrine was actually an island that's like thousands of feet higher up. Way higher.
0: And and that is the moment where you first get to build like a flying machine. Or no, Mm. not first. That's your second flying machine um the first flying machine is after the third shrine or the yeah, i the didn't build a fucking before. flying
1: machine to get there i fucked up oh, dude, i just I like tra- i traveled machine. back to the fir- i just like fast traveled to the fucking first uh, uh shrine no, again dude, i, I hooked it
0: i i so i built a flying machine down from the fourth shrine to the temple of time that's cool uh, but turns out flying machines can only fly for so long and then they break so i was like a mile above the temple of time. And my, my flying machine started flashing green. And I was like, uh, why is it flashing? And it just broke out from under me. And I started tumbling down. Yeah. Uh, but it was very fun. I love the flying machines. It was so good. Cause yes, you can,
1: the building you can step is
0: on either side and it will guide it that way if you weigh down one side it will guide the little paper plane
1: yeah I've gotten as far I have found some like steering handles so that I can actually just stand Uh, there I haven't
0: found any of those yet
1: which is really cool with the fan and stuff like that Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was just real quick some of the abilities too about uh, we talked pretty in depth about ascension rewind is fairly straightforward I like some of the mechanics especially when rewind works with other things yeah I did a particularly interesting shrine where I had to rewind like a pillar so that it rotated the right way to line things up so that I could ascend through the pillar. That was so fucking cool using them together. Uh, And then there was Ultra Hand, which is the bread and butter. And do you know your Nintendo lore? Do you know Ultra Hand's origins? Ultra
0: Hand was like a game or something or like an accessory way back when. I heard people talk about this. Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: Ultra Hand is like a fucking... Old Nintendo toy when they were publishing, like making toys before they did video games, way back in yeah. the day in Japan, that lets you like reach out and grab things. Like it's still it's like a patented Nintendo design, which I think is really rad. Still used for kids' yeah. toys and shit like that today. you can Get your fucking fingers yeah. pinched in there, you'll hate it. Hmm. Uh, pretty cool um, shit though.
0: And then at the end, whenever you finally get into the Tower of Time, you see something shining, and. Your it starts to like resonate with your master sword that has been like broken. Mm. So you take your master sword, you put it in the shiny thing and it kind of freaks out. And then you cut to Zelda and Zelda grabs the master sword and she's holding it. And at this point, you don't know that you're like, what's going on. You don't really realize there's any time travel at this point. Right. Um, You just know that the master sword teleported away from you and to Zelda. Uh, so that's kind of the end of the tutorial and now it lets you open and jump down to hyrule mm-hmm. so when you jump into hyrule you find the base camp which is do you have the name of that i know we looked it up right a second it's ago. something
1: it's forget. something landing yeah
0: i always forget about it um it's it's alliteration into-
1: it's l landing something landing
0: yeah everything in this game is an alliteration
1: yeah you're um right. lookout Look out landing, landing.
0: Lookout Landing, yeah. Look at
1: us go. Yeah, so Actual you go land, Lookout Landing,
0: which is kind of like the Hylian outpost uh, for things that are going wrong because they're trying to investigate the upheaval. Uh, we do not know how long we've been gone. We yeah. don't know if it's been hours or days. It's got to be a little while to have investigators into the upheaval. Yeah. Um, so you meet Pura. You meet Joshua.
1: And yeah. Robbie, Josh's, Josh's new Robbie and Pura are old friends.
0: Yeah, Pura's um, got the glow up going. Pura, smash or pass, Pura. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, it's <laughs> I I love this little area. It was nice to see Pura again. I remember Pura. Uh, I yeah. barely remember the
1: little Pura. Pura was mini.
0: Yeah, she was smaller. She was like she was like uh Josh's size, right?
1: No, I think she had had, I don't know the side quest And like the lore Implications and Stuff like that But like Pura in Breath of the Wild Is like a Small person Like I think she got like Shrunk in like a Thing Like she got Some sort of Experiment gone wrong Um Because Pura Looks Like This
0: Really Yeah, okay Dude, she really did glow up, huh? Mm Mm-hmm Wow. Well, who yes. am I? I don't remember who I'm remembering. They all kind of look the same. Uh, Agree. But, oh, you know who it is. It was um, oh, who's Impa's granddaughter? Uh,
1: I forgot her name, but I also have. <laughs> I, I I went to Keikariko Village. You haven't been there yet.
0: No, I haven't gone there yet.
1: I want. That to was one of my little too. side questy things last night, where I was like, I just want to go see. Like, I want to go back. Like. Yeah. I was saying, like, it's so cool walking in, especially, like, the landmarks, like, the towns are the coolest thing. Like, it feels like walking home again. You know what I mean? Like, entering Keikuriko Village again, entering Rito Village again. I can't yeah. wait to get to Hatsuno Village again.
0: Is that uh, the one, dude, uh, one?
1: No, Hatsuno is the one in the east where Link can get a house, and it's where, like, the oh, well, tech okay, lab is. That's
0: my question. That was my question, was... What happened to his house? Do we still have a house? We're going to find
1: out. That'll be interesting. Am going
0: to have to go back there and rebuild that house again? Because well, dude, how about the
1: fucking recurring, like, Bolson stuff? Or is it Hudson? Who who runs the construction company? I get the Suns mixed oh, up. yeah. President But he's Hudson. got the... Yeah, he's got the full company now, and they're all over, and it's got... Addison yeah. or whatever is everywhere you go, holding up the fucking yeah. sign is holding so good,
0: dude. I, I have a note of that. I said, uh dude who holds the sign up i actually like those side quests like i like to just build something to hold up the sign really quick and get some rewards for it uh, yeah i like those i've done all of them that i've seen um but yeah i hope I, we don't have to rebuild our house because that would suck but we'll see
1: yeah i want to um, go there and i want to go to Terrytown really badly and see like what's going on and my guess I is is, is that like
0: all these places so Terrytown is it. the town that you built okay okay
1: like, after you finish your house or whatever, uh, yeah. Hudson leaves and goes to Terrytown, and you bring wood, and you have to go find all, like, Bolson and Golson and Ladson and all the other people with sun in their name to recruit them and contribute wood and money so that they can build up that town, and at okay. the end, that's where you buy, like, end game items. Like, you can replace the Hyrulean shield there and shit like that. Uh, gotcha. Trade, like, gems for money, money for gems. Like, it's kind of like a post-game sort of Sort of okay. Jam. I, yeah. I love it. It's like one of the things that I do is like a full playthrough. I
0: think I was in the middle of building that town up when my Breath of the Wild save got deleted.
1: Got deleted, um, yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I don't
0: think I ever finished that, I'm, but I am uh, I am struggling for names for Breath of the Wild stuff just because it's been so long.
1: Yeah, uh, not lore masters here, but I, I'm usually halfway decent, but it's still there's a lot. There's a lot of characters and a lot of new characters and everyone's fucking name is so cool. Scorpus? Kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. fucking rad. Um, Joshua can get fucked though. That's a very bad name.
0: I think Robbie's worse than Joshua.
1: Robbie's a normal name. I know people named Robbie.
0: I know people named Josh.
1: You don't know anyone named Joshua. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Jake. Know.
0: I'm Jacob. Yeah, yeah it is what it is. You're yeah, you're Jacob. Jacob. I'm Colina. Um, Jacob Jake, Twitchin. You land. JacobTwitchin.com. You you land at lookout landing. That's like a hard to say. Uh, and then you are directed towards Hyrule Castle that is now floating. Um, and there is a search party going on, looking for you and Zelda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, which this is where I want to say, how stupid are the people of this world? Yeah, like maybe maybe a quarter of the people there recognize you as Link.
1: Everyone I know. Else is
0: like, huh? Oh, Pera
1: calling me Linky is so cute.
0: I love it. I love I it. I love that shit. Linky, bro. Yeah. Um, but everyone in this world is just stupid, or they think they're better than you. Um, yeah. So annoying. Uh, and then you go but to the search party.
1: Also, everybody is like, it's obnoxious, and it's like. Tropy, I guess but it's also yeah. like this game the one thing like it's overall endearing at the same time. it's super endearing and this game is so like well written and it's the thing that I maybe forgot the most about Breath of the Wild on it's like first playthrough is how much this game like charms me and how much it like legitimately cracks me up too. like credit to everybody obviously involved with it but credit mostly mm-hmm. to I think like the localization teams like I'm yeah, sure it it's funny really in that. Japanese and maybe even better as well but the fact oh. that it translates so well and it's so clever and so witty all the time and it's just so fucking weird too like this game so oozes it's super charismatic it is just really a fucking treat like nothing is nothing is done up the way that Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. and Tears of the Kingdom are done
0: I I just think it's like no wonder these people are struggling to survive at all points because they're just stupid
1: <laughs> yeah they're, yeah, so they're struggling
0: dumb. um but yeah, and then we, when we go up towards uh, Hyrule Castle, we see a flash of Zelda, and then she goes into a little ball of light again, and that's it. So then yeah, that, and it's
1: weird. It's it's like it's kind of like horror movie creepy. Like when I, she's like, sure, you don't think, think so? Sure. Like she's like, no. uh, she looks like uh, non-coherent. You know what I mean? Like she's being like possessed or something like that.
0: Uh... Uh, maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but I didn't pick that up there.
1: She's, like, standing on top of, like, a fucking tower, and there's, like, people on the ground, and she's not acknowledging anybody. She's looking at this yeah. light, and then she's floating and shit, like, it's... I,
0: yeah, but, I mean, Zelda does weird stuff anyways, like... Yeah, um, I guess. So, I, I didn't really... I just I just thought that was another way to push the story forward, you know? Sure. Um, Which, at this point, we... I still think she's in the past, so it's
1: like, was yeah. that
0: really Zelda? Or what was that? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know what the, like, vision things are, but she's popping up motherfucking all over the place, it seems like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you get back and you talk to Pura, she sends you out to four different anomalies, I think is how they word it, Uh, which is where we're getting towards the northwest, southwest, uh, northeast, and then, like, east, east, east. So pretty much, like, the four major uh areas of the first game. Yep. Um which I think is a little boring. Oh. I I feel like I they've set me out to do the four beasts again or whatever. Sure. Um I feel like they could have done something more creative there. Uh but I have had fun on the first one. Um which is the one to the northwest. So on our journey to the northwest I experienced a Blood Moon um, yep. for the first time, which was fine. It was kind of weird. I, it, it played the Blood Moon Blood Moon scene. track
1: be fucking thumping, dude.
0: It, it's good. <laughs> but whenever it played... It, so I got the Blood Moon cutscene, and then it was like, boom, it's morning already. Like, seconds after. Like, I didn't even experience <laughs> any of the Blood Moon enemies. Uh, so it was well, there very is no,
1: There is no Blood Moon enemies. Blood Moon it, like, is just a reset of all the enemies. That you've killed.
0: Okay, I so basically
1: like... anything that you kill in the overworld for randoms stay yeah. dead until the blood moon, and then they respawn at the blood oh. moon. So if you clear I... out, What well, happened to me on my first blood moon is I had just cleared out a fucking village, <laughs> like a little uh-huh. like outcropping, and then I ran past it. Blood moon happens. I clear a shrine. I run back, and I got fucking dominated by that same crew. that I wasn't ready to fight this time. <laughs>
0: okay, okay. I... A true nightmare. See, I thought it was like I thought it was like you know like the Terraria blood moon where things like just relentlessly attack you no i don't know okay well i thought it was gonna um, be like that so when they sent me it,
1: off it, on the go anywhere i immediately darted in a random ass direction so my first thing was like okay so what i did is i have like a very ritualistic playthrough of breath of the wild that i do i've started breath of the wild like six or seven times i have beat it twice and what i typically do is the same thing I have a very tried and true method of food consumption. What I do is I go down to the Farron Woods down in the southeast. And yeah. from there, you can jump from the tower directly to this large outcropping where there are these small trees around the palm trees that spawn hardy durian that you can grab about a dozen of. If you durian. just cook a hardy durian, it gives you a full heal plus four bonus hearts. So I would just fucking farm that all the time I never worried about food in any of my fucking Zelda games So the first thing I do I'm like I'm going to the southeast I'm getting all my fucking durian I get down there Durian has gone extinct I don't even think there is durian. None of those trees oh, exist. No. I don't know where to find them. The fucking layout is all different. Rivers are flowing in different fucking directions. Lakes are in weird spots. I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. I grabbed a couple that fast sucks. travel spots and I started to beeline it <laughs> back towards like the actual northwest. Uh, that
0: sucks. I hate Tough times. Um,
1: now I'm just well, fucking I... struggling for food like the rest of them, bro.
0: I did not go in random directions. I thought about going to Kakariko village, but we had already decided we were going to go Northwest initially. So I said, I can't waste any time. So I headed to the Northwest and we happen across a, uh, a stable. Um, and there is a, you get your pony points. I did get my, no, I didn't stay there. I didn't have enough money. You get a pony
1: points just for checking in.
0: I did. I I checked in and got my pony points. Um, also, do you know what uh, the first
1: reward horse. is for your pony points? No. Oh. Okay. So there's a couple things. That's interesting that you tamed a, a horse. So the first thing is... Uh, the first table that I found was in the southeast. Same thing. They explain pony points for me. Uh, but then by the end of it, I found my third stable, right? So the pony points thing, though... You can see after you get your first pony points, if you go to the side table, there's a little ledger. Yeah, you if you check in reward. with that, they'll tell you what the reward is. If you get three pony points, you get a fucking... Horse uh, drawn carriage setup. So basically, to your horse, you can get like the wooden frame that extends out so that you can build a vehicle and tow behind it. I'm not sure what right. it would be used for, but I've got it available to me now, which is pretty cool. Okay. The other thing that happened was I talked to the stable person and they go. You hear for your, uh, if you tame a horse, you can go there. And I get a prompt that something along the lines of, like, what about my horse? And the guy goes, oh, yeah, the old invisible horse trick. And he goes, oh, wait, it says here you do have horses. Sorry about that. And then it fucking pulls my Breath of the Wild save and pulls over my fucking horses, bro.
0: Dude, no. I got I my fucking... Breath of the Wild save. I won't have Why any horses. Oh, ever...
1: uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, but yeah. I got Epona. From the fucking Amiibo. And Dang. I got fucking Golden Boy. Which is <laughs> the name uh, of my original horse. No. I have a, <laughs> which is I have also a the name stupid, of Seinfeld's favorite t-shirt. But, you know.
0: I have a stupid little like, I don't know, mutt horse that yeah, has I get two it. freaking...
1: Epona's got four. She's majestic. She's bay.
0: He's, he's terrible. Um, Which actually I used Amiibo for the first time. Um, oh, nice. Which one? Uh, the Metroid ones, and it just gave me a oh, bunch cool. of like, food and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was like, I wonder if this would work. So I popped it, and it gave me some mm-hmm. food. So, it was anything. nice. I've never used a, a, Amiibo before. If
1: you're into it, and you want like costumes, and you plan on playing this for like a week or two, you should yeah. hop on Amazon right now. Uh, should I talk about this? Yeah, I'll fuck it. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I'm go for it. This. I bought bootleg Amiibo. So I own a bunch of Amiibo. Think of this as like the ROMs, right? I bought Amiibo cards. It's like $17 for a pack of like 32 Amiibo cards. They're just little NFC tags. You You can see them. And it's all of the Zelda Amiibo. And you can just scan them in like that. And they offer some pretty cool stuff. So I've been scanning mine too. They're dropping different patterns for gliders for your glider. They are also dropping obviously food and weapons and shit like that. But a couple of them are dropping clothing items as well. Like old school, like I got the Tunic of Time from Ocarina of Time. I got Sheik's Mask, uh, which is really rad from the uh, Sheik Amiibo. And they're a good value. I think that you can get like the full set for like under 25 bucks still. Are you looking at
0: them? Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. It's a 36-piece Breath of the Wild Amiibo cards Mm -hmm. uh, for nine bucks.
1: Yeah, you should do it. They'll show up in fucking three days from China and they'll be fucking perfect.
0: Yeah, $5 delivery.
1: Oh, no. Get them, get them primed, bro. Find the ones that are... Well, I'm, I'm
0: try- I can't find any on Prime. It's a problem.
1: Hot ticket right now. Hot ticket. Yeah, All right. Search that after.
0: Okay. So we go to the stable. I did a little side quest where I had to repair a little chick's cart. Um, I repaired oh, her cart and gave her a horse um i tamed did a horse you, for her and gave it to her
1: did you do the quest where the girl with the cart is carrying plushies no dude i did this for like an hour it was so fucking funny but it's also kind of a nuisance it's like it's this quest i landed there was like this big like clearing when i was launching out of a tower at some point and it's it's in the north northwest no doubt and when I popped out, this lady is there, and she's got all of these, like, stand seal plushies, like the ones that you ride in the Gerudo area. You talk to her, and you scare her, and her horse fucking kicks back, and all the plushies launch out. And she oh, gives you a minigame no. where you have to take the plushies and throw them into the cart, and they kind of have, like, a weird, like, um physics to them like they'll like kind of low gravity and they slide around so you kind of got to shoot them in there with a little bit of finesse and you have to get 10 in a minute and i was like retrying over and over and every time she'd be like finally got him in there now that weirdo's not bugging us we can get back to business (laughs) and you interrupt her again and she freaks and then her horse freaks and then the things go everywhere it was very Uh, fucking funny
0: speaking of uh timed things did you find the skydive uh mini game
1: I think so. It was a shrine thing, right?
0: Yeah. To unlock a shrine. Yeah, you can take, like I think it's like the second, it's the tower on the way to... uh, In between
1: point A and point B, basically. And it's like a a cone.
0: Circular cone things, and you can skydive, um, and then you can talk to the guy there and if you skydive again and do it in under 35 seconds I think 20
1: seconds something. is the and then if you do it under goal. 20
0: seconds he gives you something else
1: he gave um, me a really good thing it was the does he give you it was the like wingsuit wing wing. yeah oh my yeah. god imagine not having that thing right now yeah, so good I
0: use it a lot um, I really do wish like so you can see in the game in the HUD there's like tiers of stuff like you know, you have three tiers of cold resistance. The wingsuit has, I think, two or three tiers of uh, like aerial skydive maneuverability movement yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I really want to get, like, a really good wingsuit so I can fly around everywhere. I got a
1: great thing. So did you fight any of the constructs yet?
0: No, I tried to fight one on the tutorial island, and I got one shot, and Wait. I let
1: is the construct what I'm thinking of? Is that the right name? Are you is to it the?
0: They're made out of blocks.
1: Yeah, big Minecraft-looking fool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I fought There's two. I fought one. Island. Wow, I didn't know there was one on the tutorial island. I fought one yeah. that's similar. It's pretty close. It's like in between. It's in the sky somewhere. That's the first one that I fought, and I think that's where I got the map, maybe. And then the, the second one is uh, below the wind temple somewhere on the on the route up there. There's another one.
0: Oh, I missed. I defeated both. Of them. both.
1: One of them drops a map and the map leads to a spot underground that's then marked and underground is very dark. And one of the things that I found was a fucking light suit, a suit that has lights all over the fucking front of it that illuminates you in a fucking radius from where Link's huh. standing. Really cool I shit. I to go
0: kill those guys cause I...
1: There's so much stuff that easy. like, like, oh, I'm so glad I know about this. Like, I got um, frost pants on the tutorial island, which were my saving grace because then when I was up there, I was struggling with the super cold eventually, and I ended up going back and buying the jacket from the Rito village. So I I had two pieces of cold resistance, so I didn't have to keep eating the fucking.
0: Yeah, that's what I told you last night is you need like, I did
1: not have enough, bro. You look at my inventory and I was fucking. (laughs) Yeah. I had three peppers. I was like, I don't think I have enough, bro.
0: So hold on. Do you have the token that allows you to fast travel back to the certain area? No. There's like the, it's called like the Traveler's Token or whatever where you can drop it on the ground and then at any time fast travel back to that area. Oh, that's the thing
1: that's from the DLC. I had that in Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah. I don't know how to get that. I want it. Um,. I think it might be you just have to come across it because there was also, I heard people talking about you can kind of save uh, sort of presets to your building stuff, but it's possible to completely miss it. Huh. So, I don't yeah. know. Might, that might be something that I'll look up. There is shit, like, like, there, there is,
1: like, um you know, there is this, like, constant feeling of, like, I am running around unoptimized and yeah. Yeah. like, missing things left and right. Like, there's yeah. a constant stress, like, right now of, like, I had such a hang up of like, okay, cold gear and stuff that allows me to be alive in cold weather. And now, as I start travel, like, I am now traveling instead of going back to the center and going northeast I'm going directly east from the northwest to get to the northeast to uncover more spots across the way more. and on my way yeah. I'm like trying to kind of do a little bit more because I'm like I really hope I come across some fucking heat gear because it always is the same thing when I end up on Death oh, yeah. Mountain I'm gonna be fucking catching on fire and shit drinking fucking potions I don't have enough of like there's that yep. stress and then like climbing like oh my god I wish I had the fast climbing gear that you get so early in Breath of the Wild and it just could be this neat needle in a haystack that you missed on the tutorial island you know what yep, I mean literally but I like and being why, blind too you know
0: yeah that's why I uh, looked up that's not why I looked up. that's why I took my time on the tutorial island just in case I missed something like that um, but I did miss yeah, it, I went it was, back. oh yeah um, Very helpful chat so we also find Impa at a geoglyph dude um
1: It is so essential, I think, to go northwest. Like, can you imagine missing this?
0: The geoglyph stuff? Yeah. I wonder if she would be at every geoglyph Uh. directing you back towards that area, you know?
1: I mean, maybe, but uh, I mean, her quest eventually leads you pretty fucking close to right there. You know what I mean? Well,
0: yeah, no, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. It's like if they put her at every geoglyph just so you meet her on the first one and then she directs you towards uh, that map room.
1: So um, basically, I was so excited to see Impa. I had already talked about it on stream about how like, fuck, I'm going to go northwest, but I really want to go to Cake Rico Village. And if I get there and Impa's dead, I'm going to be so fucking sad. She's like my last living friend, you know, like Impa. In Link, are old school homies. Yeah, she's yeah, one of bro. like the warriors. Like, like the whole squad of people from back in the day are the four fucking warriors. You know, Mifa, yeah, rival Impa and Link, Impa Link Zelda. Like, name, like it's like a, it's yeah. like a squad of like seven people. And Impa's there, young as fucking, crushing, bro. And like, she's like a big, she's a big deal. It's cool that she's still not only. Was I pleasantly surprised that she was still alive? But she pops up, and she's doing the fucking most, bro. <laughs> she's yeah. out there fucking riding balloons all over the place. She's fucking exploring alone. Nobody can fucking get a hold of her. And so, not only is she alive, but she's spry as fucking and out there adventuring, doing more than just sitting around in her house. It's so cool, dude. Such a twist on right. what I thought was gonna happen.
0: Yeah, impa, impa. I like impa, impa, impa uh, uh, Good grief! I
1: just yeah, like- you're a simpa, simpa for impa.
0: I'm a Simpa for Impa I like Impa as a character um, Yeah, and I feel like in the first game she was really like almost like n- a non-character like she's there and you have like your she's history like with her but aside from catalyst that catalyst requests, yeah I guess yeah uh, but then after they did what was it what was that one uh, like game that they did it, it was the prequel
1: oh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity
0: Age of Calamity. They had her young Impa in there. Yeah. Um, And that was cool. And then there sure. was... there Here she is that's actually like... I don't know.
1: She's do you know cool. Age of She's Calamity? Cool do, you know the spoiler, do you know how Age of Calamity works?
0: Didn't it? Just like...
1: All right, end, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Spoilers start now for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity is set up to be this like really cool like pseudo sequel to Breath of the Wild. And when it came out, I was caught up in the hype. Like I was ready for that game to really be sick. And it is such a fucking cop-out. It's doing cool stuff, and at a certain point throughout the story, you start figuring out that, like, is this alternate reality? And the answer is kind of yes. They retcon it at the very end, and all the cool stuff that they're doing is basically at the very end of the game being like, we need to reset and go back in time. And sure enough, they fucking reset and go back in time, and the events of Age of Calamity never fucking happen.
0: That's boring. Yeah. That sucks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we find Impa. We find a geoglyph map room, which is honestly a really sucky map. I tried to find more geoglyphs based off that, and I can't find any. Um, But it is what it is. The geoglyphs present
1: themselves in a really nice way, though, on the map. If you zoom the map all the way out, once you have an area uncovered, you can kind of see where they're at. But you and I did the same thing, where... I went there and I don't have the camera yet in the fucking game and there's no visual indicator of like I would think like when I got there I was like oh okay first of all Shadow of the Colossus vibes from this fucking map room where it has like the imagery on the walls of like all 11 or whatever things and you're like around and it's like a big circular room and there's like Images of those things on each part of the wall and I was like oh for sure it's going to crumble every time I get one or light up on the map every time that one is complete but there's actually nope. no visual indicator so I'm like nope. okay I got one and two absolutely I've resorted to it. I have it loaded into Microsoft Paint in OBS and I'm opening it up and fucking making big green check marks over it
0: <laughs> yep yep um, it's absolutely nothing
1: but uh it's cool the, so the functionality of these they are the memories this time around and a Some way least, better yeah. mechanic, yeah, way better absolutely. mechanic than the memories. The memories are fucking needle in a goddamn haystack, bro. Some of them are so obnoxious. Some of them were easy enough, but in the original game, I don't know about you, but if you're looking for memories, you find half of them. The other half, you fucking Google or bring up an interactive map to be like, yeah, "Where the fuck absolutely. are these?" Sorry, I can't make out what forest this is in. You know, yeah, truly a, a truly yeah. a fucking nightmare. So I like this functionality much more, and it makes it really appealing to, like, something that we haven't talked about is where Tears of the Kingdom really excels, and that is this game is incredible with its open world in the way that it draws you. I've called this, like, on stream the game of diversions, and it's how far removed can we get from the main story quest before we start moving back towards the main story quest. It's like we take off, and I'm like, I gotta get to this tower and unlock the tower then i launch into the sky and i'm like shrine shrine hieroglyph boom like let's go get the hieroglyph we can do the two shrines now i need to go back and upgrade my hearts in the main town (laughs) i
0: also think a lot of that isn't out of it's not because i enjoy exploring it's because if i don't explore i will die because i don't have enough hearts
1: yeah Um, for sure in this game more than breath of the wild too
0: yeah, and I feel like they should have done something to make it more enjoyable to go explore without having the drive of if you don't you're screwed, you know, like Oh, uh,
1: I disagree. I'm constantly getting pulled in different directions. As much as I do need the assistance, too, I I'm love
0: getting, I'm getting pulled in directions just so I can go get more hearts or more stamina.
1: I'm in the but I'm like, in a different thing, and that's why I like Zelda's open world so much and this is why I credit it as one of my favorite games of all time and where its influence comes from is like I cannot ascend a hill without it happened to me the other day when I was on my way to uh, cake regal village and I won't be very descript here, but I came over this precipice of a hill and as it emerged, the skyline, you know, starts to reveal itself and I see one, two, three things in the distance that are like, I need to go look at this. Like there is something on a mountain here. There is a shrine there and I don't know what the fuck that thing is. That's making that color, but I am going to find out right now and see all three of those things and to me that's the beauty of tears of the kingdom even more so than breath of the wild is that i am more so pulled in these directions because of a fascination and a curiosity more than anything else yeah. definitely more more than like a necessity that's for sure
0: um i i i hope i get there i mean there are some things that i'm excited to explore but for the most part it's just because damn i need another heart or i'm gonna yeah, get one shot the bonus. On this thing again it's the journey um, is the most part some of the most I will say most of the shrines have been good. Some of the have shrines been obnoxious. Have been. Um, really good. But I've got of of a
1: pretty I've got a pretty smooth brain. But in the long run, what's really dope about these shrines is that they make you feel fucking stupid until they make you feel extremely smart. Like there are a lot of really good ones where I have felt like I gamed the system, or I feel like I am just like the ultimate fucking gamer for pulling off what I pulled off.
0: I have not felt very smart in any of them, but there was one that, yeah, well, there was one that was my first introduction to lasers, like the red lasers that if you hit them, there's Uh a trap door. I was supposed to go in a trap door, but I didn't know it. And I didn't know that it even opened a trap door because I hadn't hit the lasers yet. So I thought they were going to hurt me, Mm. not that they were going to open up a trap door. So I was like, how the hell do I solve this puzzle? So I ended up looking it up, and it's like, yeah, actually, just need to go get hit by the lasers, and it'll open up a trap door. I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I am not a very big
1: like Google it in Zelda. I really, really like looking like a fucking idiot and just like bashing my head against the wall until I've tried every single thing because the answer always ends up presenting itself in some way, and the answer is always, almost always, between those four walls that they give you. You know. However, I... sometimes there are some things where like the thing that scares me is that there are a couple shrines in Breath of the Wild that require outside knowledge where like you know the Hebra or the not the Hebra but the twin peak towers where they're like across from each other and you need information yeah. from one to solve the other and vice yeah. versa. Like that's the only thing that like scares me sometimes, but for the most part I don't normally
0: look stuff up in games unless I feel like I'm wasting my time, and at the point where I feel like I'm wasting my time, then I'll do it. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I'll Um, leave a shrine unsolved if I get to that point. I had. um, Oh, see,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't want to leave one unsolved.
1: I'm cool with leaving it unsolved as long as I have my fast travel point. I'm cool with coming back to that. Uh, One of the things that I really like this time around is the tests of strength have been replaced with like almost like little mini Eventide Island trials. Have you seen these?
0: Well, tell me about those because I've done some combat shrines but it's literally just been like uh, shoot me with a bow while you're jumping.
1: So those are like the tutorial ones as you go like towards the northwest where they're like walking you through a couple different like combat scenarios. But there are some that are called... Fuck, they have a specific name. It's like... um, ah, I don't know. But it's basically they strip you down and you have you're you're naked link you're just wearing a pair of shorts and they take down all of your they take all of your items they take all of your weapons and you walk in there with nothing and you have to figure out how to progress and it's typically like there are like six enemies in there and then there were like a couple trees that have some like items on them that you could use to maybe fuse or perhaps eat in a pinch and then you need to go find like the one wooden stick and you find that wooden stick and you beat one of the enemies and then you fuse that wooden stick to something that they drop and take out the rest of the enemies. And it's like a, you know, it's like a little mini roguelike almost, I guess is maybe not the right word, but it's like a blank run. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to tackle this situation? And they are getting even more extravagant and intense where I had one where I didn't have access to any items and I had to figure out how... I could possibly achieve getting any items. And it ended up being a combination of, like, using my abilities to get to a spot that did have one item then using that item to fuse to something that was in the world so that I could then knock something down to get it. Like, it's really cool shit. It's, it's one of the, I think, biggest changes to trials because those were always, like, a moderate and a minor test of strength trials uh, inside the... Different shrines were always like... It was basically you would load into the elevator and you'd walk into a fucking gigantic square room and just have to fight a big fat guardian. And you'd do that for like 20 of the 120 shrines. You know what I mean? And when 20% of your shrines or 18% of your shrines are fight the guy, it's not that fun. They all drop the same items. Yeah. These are much more inventive.
0: That's good. That's good. um I have not... Uh, some of the shrines are, I, I I like any of them that I have to use fuse a lot in or not fuse, uh, yeah. ultra hand, which are most of them. Really. I mm-hmm. just really enjoy ultra hand and building things like same one, one place. It wanted me to build like a boat with like a, a fan on it, but I just built a really, really long wooden bridge. Um, so I, I enjoy stuff like that, but, um, I think we should get to Tulin of Rito village. Um, we've already yeah. spoken on it a little bit. Um, actually, Let's... actually, really quick before I before I forget about it, uh, in the geoglyph you see a tear or like a, a flashback of Zelda awakening to Rauru and Queen Sonia back in time, and this is where it yeah. really stuck with me that like maybe she did go to the past, maybe that's where she's at.
1: Well, yeah, they identify themselves, yeah, as the king and queen founders of Hyrule.
0: Yeah, the current king and queen founders As far as
1: their information portrays. So, I mean, it could be alternate dimension, but it feels like they're the original ones, especially with the depiction of the, like, hieroglyphs on the fucking wall. Like, the cave paintings in the first half hour.
0: Rauru also said that Link is everything that Zelda said he was. So, he has spoken with Zelda at some point which has to have been when Zelda was thrown into the past Yeah. Um, so yeah so back on to Rito Village what do you think of Rito Village
1: I loved how much it has changed man like that's what I was saying before is like that's gonna be my favorite part throughout this whole game is like I am more interested in re-experiencing a vastly changed world that I am fond of than I am jumping into a brand new world you know what I mean yeah like, yeah, there yeah, is yeah, something yeah. about that that is really, really entertaining. I attribute it to, do you know the you know the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Do you know this goal, how Pokemon Gold and Silver played out? No. No? Okay, so no. A Pokemon Red and Blue come out, and you get eight gym badges, and then you beat the Elite Four, and the game is over, correct? That's sure. how most Pokemon games play out. In yeah, Pokemon absolutely. Gold and Silver, which is the sequel, you do that, you get eight badges, you beat the Elite Four, and then the game is not over. You again get on a ship, and you travel to the world of Pokemon Red and Blue, which is a region next door to the Kanto region, the Johto region. You go back to Kanto, and you retread the ground of the original eight gyms. So instead of there being eight gyms, there's actually 16 gyms, and you fight all of the new things, and you go and you go back to like, old gyms and you're fighting like an older version of someone you're fighting somebody else's son because the last master fucking died you're fighting a brand new trainer because the bad guy of gym eight was killed in the first game all sorts of different shit and you're seeing how the world changed coolest thing in video games and they've never redone that again in any of the pokemon games but it Gives you that same sense in Tears of the Kingdom of, like, you are retreading sacred ground. And every time you end up seeing, like, a drastic difference, it's so entertaining. Going and climbing up the fucking Rito thing and seeing how snowy and dilapidated it was and, like, how abandoned it was was so sad. And It was playing, like, somber music, and it was such a crazy thing, like... That was like arguably the most jolly of all of the areas, like so full of life. The Rito Village is such a cool place and to see it sucked of all of that life was really like shitty, you know?
0: Well, I think that's something that's lost on me is because I just don't remember because it's been six years since I've, yeah. played, the, since I've played Breath of the Wild and experienced sure. Rito Village. So, like, I mean, I just replayed the start of Breath of the Wild to uh, mm-hmm. Kakariko Village so i'm familiar with that part but the rest of it i i got nothing you know so i don't really remember that much um but no it, it is nice to see like things change the difference um
1: yeah uh the elder is gone the big fat motherfucker and now teba is holding down the fort which is so cool and he's married to saki which i don't know if it was um initially established that those two were like an item which was really cool And then the kids that you do the side mission for, it's a shrine mission where they all sing. Three of them are there and they're singing the song about the Skyward Ark or whatever the fuck it's called.
0: Yeah. Wait, that's a a mission? I thought we were just listening to them sing.
1: Uh, In the first game, in Breath of the Wild, there's a mission, uh, a shrine mission where all five of the kids get together and sing a song and you have to reiterate okay, it
0: because there was three of them there singing in this one and i was like yeah okay cool good song. they do the same thing like when
1: they were singing you see all like how like the notes came out of their mouth in like a color yeah it's that and like the other one there's five kids singing and you have to like replicate the notes and the colors and
0: okay it's cool
1: it's cool question.
0: um i i enjoyed this area um i would have enjoyed more like waypoints it was very free form when you got here um they were you, you my problem was so last night I was playing this game uh um, so wait which part
1: which part did you want waypoints at like when you're at well, the uh,
0: like from Rito village towards the sky temple? oh, I had um, a good time well i my here here's my problem is last night, I was playing this game uh handheld while uh a bunch of guys were over watching uh. Basketball, basketball game being loud. Um, and I couldn't like focus on the game as much as I wanted to
1: fucking nerd.
0: Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, w- I was literally sitting on the couch where everybody else was like screaming, like drinking, um, watching the game. And I'm like, I was not paying attention to the conversations enough to know where to go. So I would literally right. like go wander around and then go back and talk to that person and be like, where did you tell me? This? Uh, and then finally figure it out. Sure. Um, I just like waypointing like, I like my hand to be held in games for the most part Because it makes it quick um, Yeah, I,
1: I didn't but, have many problems I, yeah. I did like a little bit of So I went and I talked to them at the Rito thing And they're like go over there to the two bonfires I went to the two bonfires And I talked to the guys there It was yeah. real cold and I didn't have any of the fucking stuff That I needed So I talked to the people at the bonfires Then I went to the very close by Sky Tower And I unlocked the Sky Watch Tower Or whatever the fuck it's called and then I left and I side quested for a while. And I was like, I need to go get those cold pants. I need to save some fucking money. And then we'll go back there. So then when I got back there, I went back to the two bonfires and talked to them. And they were like, climb the cliff and then go northeast. And I was like, okay, word, I'll do that. And I did that. I went all the way northeast, went to the cave. That's the wrong cave. And they're like, nah, you can do something here for me if you want to. But yeah. you want to turn around and go back to like the west and you'll see it. And sure enough, right when you look down, you can kind of see the bonfire inside the cave, like kind of calling your name. Yep. Uh, and then got there, and then obviously like proceeded with the quest. But uh, well, I, My
0: plan was to yeah. hit the tower and just go into the sky and find the bonfire and just go there, yeah, uh, but they have it like, hidden from that angle, so you yep. can't really do that.
1: No cheesing it. No cheesing yeah. it, bro. Immersive Sim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Immersive I, Sim. That, I mean, I that's think...
0: what Immersive Sims are about, is cheesing yeah. things.
1: I guess so. But I ended up having... A better time than I ever thought that I would The amount of stuff Dude like the road to get to The dungeon Was cooler ever. than the it's dungeon Long, long yeah, as dungeon. fuck Treacherous Crazy
0: and, uh, and, uh, It was so high You just kept going higher Yeah thematically higher, it was higher. so
1: cool To like see play out and look down And stop like lose view of everything And then mm-hmm. that last segment Where you go all the way fucking up And like you realize like as you look around you're like you can't go up anymore and it's just like such a great visual indicator of it's just those four ships that are all going horizontally in a circle and you're like the only thing that I can fucking do right now is go in and it's like after an hour and a half of questing through a storm trying to ascend that and then getting to like that fucking kind of the eye of the storm and having it be clear skies above you and then dropping in there to the fucking big ship and then having it present itself as the wind temple dude i was in fucking ecstasy and i couldn't stop thinking i was like it's been 12 years 13 years since i've played like a new zelda dungeon like traditional dungeon and it's still not quite there it's not exactly a zelda dungeon it is somewhere between a zelda dungeon and a divine beast
0: it felt almost exactly like a Divine Beast to me.
1: Yeah, and bigger, uh, more complex than the Divine Beasts, you know? Well, Even Temple number 1. Was,
0: getting there was bigger and more complex, but the thing yeah. itself is not any more complex. You just flip five switches and then you're good to go, you know?
1: Yeah, but those switches had a learning curve. I was in there for a while.
0: I was not there very long. It was pretty hard. Yeah, I was there
1: for probably an hour and 15
0: well, because you can, uh, it was easy for me, you can just go to the map and flip up and down on the layers of the map, and you can just kind of like piece together where you need to ascend through a ceiling. Yeah, or...
1: I had a hard time with like the the one with like the gear, I was like, how the fuck do I move this oh, gear?
0: Oh, you just attach a thing, like an icicle to it, and then you're good to go. Yep,
1: that one took me yeah. a while, I had to leave and come back. Um, I thought for sure there was that moving cannon on the top deck, I thought oh, for yeah, sure thought that was, that was something, I was trying to jump in the fucking hole, yeah. bro um i was messing with that for a while i also struggled uh there was another one that really got me fucking stumped too oh it was the one with like the big pendulum hanging down where you had to eventually attach like that piece of the floor to it and get it to spin and i was like how the fuck do i keep this thing spinning how did you keep that thing spinning did you use a fan
0: uh no i used his ability he has his burst ability and you just use it as like as that makes so close. much sense
1: I'd never thought about that dude yeah, I was over I, there I, fucking spinning it And I was like I have no idea How Why uh, the things yeah, keep I So i like Alright so first of all This is like a 20 minute ordeal I'm over here like <laughs> Spinning it Hard as fuck And I'm like Sometimes it opens And sometimes it doesn't And I thought that there was like A sweet spot Like I had to have it like Pointing at 12 o'clock mm. Or 3 o'clock or something And then eventually I'm like oh it has to keep spinning So I'm trying to like Spin it from like The lip of the fucking ladder So that it opens And I can kind of Scurry through it That doesn't work eventually i took one of those capsules and pulled a fan out of it and then attached the fan to the fucking (laughs) paddle and that moved it around while i snuck through Uh, yeah no i
0: just i just uh like here's like the i don't know here's like the pole right Mm -hmm. and then here's the thing i put it on like this yeah and then just had him blow on it and it just Spun for me. So
1: so much smarter than I thought. Oh, also, I didn't even know that I could just call him over and have him blow. The only way that I knew to have him blow was when I was on the glider, it would prompt, like, come here, and then you could use gust. So when I was trying to just have him, like, activate and blow, I was trying to, like, line up jumps and shit like that so that I could jump, open the glider, smash A twice so he would come to me and then blow and then get that all in the right angle. So I'm making these stupid fucking jumps. Twitch.tv slash Jake Twitchin or the Vodger on youtube.com slash at Jake Streams. Yeah. Isn't that no, a good tag, tough. dude? Um, uh, it was, uh, they're a whole whole fucking blast you know. to watch, but it's crazy.
0: Do you have a picture of the ship? Um. Oh, yeah. You should. I,
1: I most certainly do.
0: It's quite nice. You were so high up in the sky. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you know if you can go back up there after you finish that? Ooh. I
1: period. don't know. I mean, I'm sure you can at least get to. The two points that you have shrines at that are in the sky. Yeah. On, like, where like the small ships, the small bouncy ships, which is also so fun. Like, more platforming during that time than ever before, too. A lot Lots of, like... Of a lot of, like, gliding and kind of finessing and being there. Some real... I had a lot of trouble, man. A lot of reloads, a lot of fails, a lot of fucking trials and tribulations ascending this thing. Where... Dude, the fucking floor would fall. And like, I knew in my head, I knew. I'm like, like, all I need to do is chill the fuck. I just need to chill the fuck out. The ice floors are so cool. But I'm talking about the floors that would just drop all the way to the ground. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know what you mean.
1: Uh, There's like four or five different occasions where if you were just like exploring, you'll run onto a floor panel and that entire floor panel, big chunk of it, will just drop from thousands of feet into the sky. All the way down to the ground of Hyrule. Like, just drop out from under you. It happened to me multiple occasions.
0: You could have just rewound... And so ride, yes you can up.
1: rewind the problem was though is that if you spazzed at all which I did every fucking time I would like jump and try to glide and like catch a wall or something like that and then it would descend faster than me so that I couldn't catch it but the real move was like uh, when it starts to go just chill ride it down for a second equip your rewind rewind it back up into place and carry on but yeah. I just I would freak out I'd freak this <laughs> out and then I couldn't I never experienced it. any of those floors oh dude it fucking I, sucked
0: I only died one time ascending that area I died probably 19 times I was fighting an enemy with like a bomb And it knocked me off the
1: edge Dude the, the, the three enemy section where there's a dude on yeah, the left it, That has a pole On the one, right has a bomb one. and then the guy on the top Has access to like five fucking bombs I died there like six yeah. times in a row
0: <laughs> it, was, it was that part right there right? Yeah,
1: And then I wanted awesome so bad to, to get the bomb him. to like attach to a weapon But I wasn't able to um, have oh, you yeah. attached? Have you attached a rocket? No, I, they use all the bombs on me. <laughs> I don't
0: have a rocket yet. I've not gotten a rocket yet.
1: Oh, I'm in Rocket Fucking City. You can attach a rocket to your shield, and then one time when you pull out your shield, shoom, right up into yeah. the fucking sky. Same thing with like springs too. I had a spring shield, and I couldn't figure out how to use it for a while.
0: I don't even have a spring.
1: Oh, the spring shield's cool because when you do your shield surf, boing, just one time.
0: You shield surf.
1: Hold left trigger, hit Y to jump, and then hit A to jump onto your shield. I had no idea that was a thing. That's a Breath of the Wild fucking classic, dude. Never knew that was the thing. Don't forget. And wow. you can shield surf onto rails and grind them. You don't have to balance or anything. What? So as long as the momentum is in the right direction, you can just traverse wow. any rail That's without no fucking idea. around. You gotta look up shield surfing. Highly recommended. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that I had was the spring on a... I have a spring on a fucking... I was like, the spring isn't working. Like I would hit people and they go doink doink, and it would not even make like a sound. It would just hit them like a spear. But then the last hit, what it is, is like, and then that last hit sends them fucking flying. So there was like the (laughs) first, the first moblin that I found, the bigger of like the bad guys i yeeted this motherfucker off a cliff so fast after like four (laughs) hits dude like (laughs) it was so satisfying there are just so many great little moments in this fucking game that just sell me on it but overall i loved the aesthetic i loved the the time spent in the northwest of this map starting with when you get to the rito village and when everything is like covered in the blizzard kind of like this just like grayish, bluish, greenish, tealish nightmarish storm that you're in is such a distinct aesthetic compared to I almost want to say everything in Breath of the Wild but I would say like Zora's Domain has a really distinct aesthetic but it felt like it gave that to that section, to this section of the like the Wind Temple area which I yeah. really fucking enjoyed. Uh, I, I was flabbergasted. Going how this
0: thing. Uh, how did you feel about the boss? I'm not sure how I feel about it. it I liked cool, the boss, but also it was like I liked that boss better than the boss in like the most of the blo- or calamity Ganon bosses or whatever they were called. Um, so this, this like didn't hit the play out like, like the same way. Yeah.
1: There's uh there's a couple times where you do similar things to this where um you'll fight the boss but then you have to like tame the beast and it makes me think of zora's domains thing where you remember this section when you do zora's thing you fight the boss inside the divine beast but then the divine beast is like raging the fuck out and you have to swim with prince sidon and throw bombs back at it by like reversing like magnes or like uh yeah you're, like, cr- barely, barely it's like throwing ice blocks at you and you're cracking the fucking ice blocks so they don't hit you and then you're swing it oh you have to waterfall ride up the sides and then hit it with arrows it was kind of one of those like on rails bosses where it's using somewhat different mechanics and it's not just quite like a straightforward fight and i liked that because for me you can find challenge in fights in Zelda, whenever I mean, you want them. You can search I the highest mountain and find a Lionel and get your ass kicked in a traditional battle with mechanics. You know what I mean?
0: I didn't dislike this fight. It was just like if you don't go into that battle with enough arrows, you are screwed.
1: For sure. Or if you didn't go in with enough heat things, because you need or, to hit him with yeah. heat as well. Uh-huh. Did you not? Like no, I, I just smacked
0: him with arrows.
1: Regular arrows?
0: Regular arrows
1: oh where did you so shoot I, him all over his fucking body so i was shooting oh. him no where did i you shoot only him?
0: shot him in the weak spots
1: the way, how'd you expose the weak spots
0: by shooting them with arrows and breaking them
1: oh so mine was like i was bringing out i i saw he was like full of ice so i was pulling out like the uh what are they called the the new items in the game where it's like the Keys eyeballs no, no, no. They're like, what's the fire fruit? The new fire fruit that catches your. It creates uh, fire arrows, basically.
0: I think it's called fire fruit.
1: That might be right. But I was taking I the fire fruit firefruit. and I was just shooting him in the back, and then that would expose, like, uh, a pink exoskeleton wherever you shot yeah, him. Like, it would melt of. away. And then I would fucking shoot the pink exoskeleton uh, see, three times.
0: You can just. No, oh, that's weird. So all you have to do. All I had to do is I shot the glass, like, dome. Three times and it shatters.
1: What glass? And
0: then like okay, you see on this picture right there? Like that little like
1: Oh, like on his uh, underbelly? Like Like I saw that a couple times.
0: His underbelly. So there are three of those along his body. If you shoot those, they shatter and there's like a pink like heart in there or something like that. And you just shoot the pink heart once. I got that a couple times of his heart. Interesting. You should go
1: back and watch my VOD of me fighting that boss. It's weird.
0: Okay, yeah, because I just broke those plates under his belly and then huh. shot those things once, and it takes like a sixth of his health. So I did that twice. I, kill, I destroyed all of those on his body twice, and it was the end of the boss fight. You go. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Him.
1: And then hopping back down there, once you're done, you're back in the oh, Rito village.
0: I did not like... The tornadoes that came out i did not know how to dodge those tornadoes there was like a wall of tornadoes coming at me and i'm like how i figured I it out it? towards the know. end it
1: was like up and over you kind of like uh, you start moving away with your parachute open so you go above them and then at the top the tornadoes are at sort of like different levels where like okay it was almost like uh, there was like if there was five tornadoes one of them would be a quarter of the way down so you kind of like go left and then weave through that opening was how I ended up doing I just, it, but I, I ended just up just taking a bunch of hits time. and eating a bunch yep. of fucking food in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the that's the beautiful thing about, Heroes of the kingdom, yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, when you get to the ground, um
1: get to the ground, falls out. I love that too. That there was actually a, a difference, a visual difference, and that city comes back to life, bro. Right yeah. away, there's different like tourists and shit like that. You got humans oh, there. Explored
0: it at all since then.
1: Oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. There's, you know, everyone's fucking standing there. The music changes and it gets more upbeat. It's really nice. It's really nice. And then, did you have, like, the conversation with our boy, Tulin? Uh,
0: Yeah, Tulin has, he saw Zelda, like, in the past. Uh, Tulan? Yeah, Tulin is a sage now. I think is yeah
1: so this was worm. Really fucking cool to me like this whole sequence At the end of him talking to his Ancestor was so rad where it was like Six different warriors in the flashback And fucking Zelda is There yeah. <laughs> and And uh king Uh R- Rura? Rura Raru, Raru. <laughs> Uh who, Raru was a sage in the First one in Ocarina of Time I remember That as well he was like a human Um but I love I love this idea of like it's very similar to like the you know, Teba doing Rivali's thing from a hundred years prior, and now Tulin is doing his ancestors thing from like thousands of years prior, but expanded upon. There's six of them instead of four of them. Uh yeah. it's much, much more different, uh much more distance in between the time frames. And then them being like titled sages as well as such a fucking Zelda thing to do. It really feels so good. So him being the sage of wind is just so rad. He puts it on like a fucking anklet. How sick is it that yeah. Tulin uses his feet to shoot his bow? He's so cool, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have hands, so.
1: Yeah, he kind of does. But he's using them <laughs> to fly.
0: Um... Yeah, he uh, he also says, I thought it was funny, he says, look what I can do, and then he makes like a clone of himself, <laughs> and I'm like, when did you learn how to do that, bro? He's yeah, like, dude. Just as soon as he gets so this So this
1: clone follows you around now, too.
0: Yeah, I haven't experimented with that at all yet. It's this literally like much where much where little, stopped last night.
1: that little blue specter runs around with you the entire map the way that Tulin does, so this like, little blue okay. man is with you all the time. So I guess it, you can
0: choose who you want to be with you after you... It can be activated and
1: deactivated, them? it seems, yeah.
0: Interesting, okay. Yeah,
1: um, but it's really cool to have that gust, too, because as far as, like, mobility in the open world goes, that is a huge, huge asset to, like... Even with no extra stamina, I'm still rocking single stamina bar, Um, you can effectively glide, immediately use Tulin's ability, glide more let the rebuild ability reset and get one more push to really cover some oh. fucking ground, which is rad.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Pretty awesome. Yeah. But I, I think that's our stopping point for today, Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. I feel like we were pretty comprehensive. We were off the rails a little bit, but I think we covered that's everything okay. that we really okay. wanted to cover. I think this one will probably be longer than the other ones. Like, I feel like the right way to do this would be like, this one's going to be like an hour and a half long. Then we do one, we do three, they're like 45 minutes to an hour long. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more straightforward yeah. talking about yeah. the story and the beats because this one we had so much to get off of our chest about like the systems and the game and the changes and stuff like that. And the last one, who knows how long it is, you know, where that one's all cards on the table. But for our next part, we'll go east, north, northeast, northeast. Do, do the Goron stuff northeast. and a similar stopping yeah. point. You know, we'll start, stop talking after we hit the ground and mess around a little bit after uh, resolving whatever the conflict is there.
0: Yeah yeah it sounds good to me i i'm enjoying this game do i think it's my favorite game of the year not yet yeah for
1: me no question no question game of the year and the, the most i've enjoyed playing something since xenoblade chronicles 3 last year and i like it more like if this would have come out at the same time as xenoblade chronicles 3 or in the same year i would say that i'm enjoying my first 14 to 16 hours of this more than i enjoyed xenoblade 3 so Keep us up. I can't imagine it being dethroned by fucking anything. I'm really just having a blast. Uh, I'm glad you're digging it at all, dude.
0: I mean, I here's my thing. I enjoyed Breath of the Wild, but if you talk about Breath of the Wild at all without saying it's the best game ever, people think you hate it. Like I yeah. can enjoy Breath of the Wild without agreeing that it's the best game ever made. But like, if you tell someone that Breath of the Wild is not the best game ever made, they lose it. Absolutely mm. lose it. Yeah. Um, because I think it's a good game. Arbitrarily,
1: are... you're wrong. <laughs>
0: uh, I do It's the best
1: open world ever created. No. Oh my god, what's better?
0: Freaking, I don't know, Far Cry 6, bro. Oh the my fucking god, so get
1: lost, dude. That is such a fucking snooze. Holy shit.
0: I've never even finished Far Cry 6.
1: No, nobody Skyrim. has. Skyrim's a better open <laughs> Statistically, world, so no sure one's ever game. beat Far Cry 6.
0: Um, But anyways... <laughs>
1: Skyrim isn't either. That fucking place is so goddamn boring, bro. What? Oh my god. It's all just fucking identical hills. It snows in one place.
0: Have you played Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild?
1: Yeah. Both of them have something new and exciting around every fucking corner that I turn.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. right. next time on Spoiler List, I... Plugs.
1: Plugs. Plugs.
0: (laughs) Um... At Colleen on everything. At Colleen underscore on everything. And that's pretty
1: much um, it. Come Jake Twitching on everything, like Twitching with no G. Uh, you can go to jaketwitchin.com for a portal to get you to wherever the fuck you want to find me. But I'm currently streaming every minute of this on Twitch at all hours of the night and day. It is actually not good for my health. Uh, the vods are up on YouTube as well. It's if not over mine me, either. Because
0: I can't keep up. I've got I've yeah. got stuff to do, bro. I can't don't keep do worry,
1: up. don't worry, bro. You'll find it. You'll find a way. Yeah, um, we appreciate you guys. Time for watching. timeline wise, mm. Mm, part two tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Absolutely part, not. No way.
1: Part two. Part two. Likely. No likely Monday. Right. Monday or Tuesday. Uh,
0: probably not. i I'm, I'm. I've got to go move stuff out right now, and I.
1: I got eyes I'm on beating spending, this game by Wednesday.
0: I'm spending Mother's Day with my mother tomorrow, so.
1: Well, isn't it nice to live local to your mother? I would be if uh, um, I wasn't playing right away
0: I don't know I guess keep notes yeah
1: I might I don't know it's tough because I'm streaming it you keep notes
0: you can write a note while you stream
1: that's not engaging to the audience I don't care not my audience
0: (laughs) yes I am I don't care (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys we'll see you in the next one (laughs)